Waco Drive, where Waco gets engaged. I thought, you know, in the, the meat of the scrimmage, right, there, there were some really good runs. Um, I think, at, you know, as you look at a hole, probably too far, uh, few and in between, but there were some positive things, the things that we've seen throughout the week, um, and it was good to, to get that uh, to transfer over to Saturday. Stay connected with the Voice of the Bears on Twitter, on Instagram, and on Snapchat at Voice of Bears. At this stage of it, we'll take it. You know, um, good week uh, this past week was very strong in terms of the work we put in. And so we've really got one more str- one more week of camp. Uh, and we'll end with a second, uh, a second scrimmage before we get into, uh, you know, um, uh, a different schedule and a mock game prior to our first game. Now, from the Allen Samuel Studios, here's the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton. Hi and welcome, John Morris Show on this Tuesday afternoon. Welcome in, John Morris, Aaron Sexton, Coach Dave Aranda in the open. Baylor held a uh, scrimmage on Saturday, first scrimmage of fall camp. That was at, uh, well, kind of split between the Allison Indoor Facility and finished up at McLean Stadium. Back on the practice field yesterday, back at it today. Now uh, for the Bears, 18 days and counting. 18 days until the season kicks off in San Marcos against Texas State. Welcome in. Glad you're with us. 18 days away uh, for Baylor football before they start the season. Two days away for Baylor soccer before they start their season this Thursday. We'll visit with Coach Paul Jobson, Baylor soccer, regular weekly visit with the Baylor soccer coach coming up in just a bit. So we'll hear from Coach Jobson as they are in full game prep mode uh, as of, uh, well, with the season opener now just two days away. Aaron, uh, it's uh, the start of school today for a lot of folks around here. I know Midway started today. Uh, and I could tell it when I was leaving the house this morning. I'm in a high traffic uh, area. It's kind of behind Hewitt Elementary is where we live. And so I come out of Polo Park, that Polo Park area, and get on Panther Way. So I catch a little bit of Hewitt Elementary traffic. I catch a lot of uh, middle school traffic right there on Hewitt Drive. And then I come on around and catch some high school traffic as well. So uh, I, I felt the start of school today out in Midway, even though we have uh, no kids currently at Midway. Yeah, I have, uh, I know this is going to, you know, confirm that I'm an old guy, but I have three grandnieces that started today. <laughs> nice, yeah, to, very good. To uh, My nieces, one of my nieces posted of two of hers going back, uh, her oldest goes back next week. Yeah. And then uh, my uh, younger niece posted her daughter going back for her second year. Nice, very so. good. Were they excited about Oh yeah, going back. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They well, they looked happy in the picture, but you know, I mean, that could have been a forced smile. <laughs> the but I, good, right? they, they for the most part uh, enjoy school, very which is good. good yeah, know? that's cool. That's great. That's very good. Well, our uh, our oldest grandson, Truett Beard, uh, had meet the teacher today. He's at Woodway Christian School, and most of those, it seems like, I guess in the public schools, it seems like, uh, have meet the teachers in the evenings, but this one at Woodway Christian, uh, they had meet the teacher today during the day, and uh, so Truett got to go up there uh, with his mom and dad and meet the teacher, find out who his teacher is, find out who's going to be in his class, and uh, that's uh, this is kindergarten. This is full-day kindergarten for Truett. 
Thursday, so he is uh, right on the verge of a little full-day kindergarten. And looking forward to it. He had a good time up there today, and uh, it went well. Met his teacher, uh, Miss Binger, I believe is her name, and uh, it's going to be fun for him to be in a uh, in a full day class now. Yeah, and you know, you you get to meet new people and make yeah. new friends. It's a it's a great time. It yeah. really is. Class size at Woodway Christian: mm-hmm. five boys, five girls, ten. Oh, Ten wow. in his class. How about that? That's a real benefit of uh, of Woodway Christian School. So very cool for Truett Beard. Excited for him. And uh, pray for his mom and pray for his dad as he gets set to, to go into full-day kindergarten beginning on Thursday. All right, uh, we'll visit with Paul Jobson coming up in just a bit. A little bit later, look at uh, the NBA Summer League, that MGM Summer League that wraps up tonight. Uh, the championship game is tonight. It is Sacramento and Boston. And you think Sacramento? Yeah, that's Davion Mitchell out of mm-hmm. Baylor, kind of leading the way for the Sacramento Kings. So 8 o'clock tonight on ESPN, the championship game for the MGM Resorts Summer League. Both the Kings and the Celtics, Aaron, are 4-0 and on the season. Uh, or on the, you know, in the summer league. I, to be honest, have not watched much of that. I've tried to catch some games when I knew the Baylor guys were there, like Davion. But uh, I'm going to try to catch some of that this evening, uh, as this is the championship game this evening. Yeah, that should be interesting. I'm the same. I haven't watched much summer league. I never do. But now that, you know, have a rooting interest, yeah. I may, I'm going to check out the game tonight. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, pretty cool there. It's 8 o'clock tonight on ESPN if you want to catch the championship game of the MGM Resorts summer league game in las vegas uh what else is going on hey want to remind you about this again uh we are coming uh, down to the wire for this uh stuff the bus with school supplies this is going to benefit all area school districts it's put together by the amanda cunningham team always looking for ways to give back to the community and uh, this is a great way that uh, that you can partner and do the same. They've got donation boxes available around the city. Uh, Amanda with Caldwell Banker Apex Realtors, there is a donation box there. There's one at Woodway Family Dental, Home Abstract and Title Company, Central Texas Dental Care, American Guarantee Title, Waco Ale Company, and Bear Braces. Uh, the donation boxes are out now through the 20th. And then the big event comes up on the 21st. Um, Mark your calendars for the 21st, 6 p.m. at Hewitt Park for the Back to School Bash. They will have plenty of uh, cool activities going on there, free haircuts for the kids, thanks to the Elite Barbershop. They'll have a movie under the stars. Great variety of food trucks will be out there as well. So that begins at 6 p.m. this Saturday at Hewitt Park for the Back to School Bash. And the price of admission is free. Just bring something to donate to the uh, back-to-school supplies, and uh, you can come and enjoy that coming up on uh, on Saturday. It's this Saturday at 6 p.m. at Hewitt Park, and thanks to Amanda Cunningham, Caldwell Banker, Apex Realtor, for rounding up the troops and her uh, friends and compatriots and getting this uh, all ready to go. It does benefit all area school districts. It's held in Hewitt, but the uh, school supplies will be divvied up among school districts all around Central Texas. So keep that in mind. It comes up this Saturday. You can donate anytime between now and then. All right, we're off and running. Let's take a break. When we come back, we'll visit with Paul Jobson, Baylor soccer coach. Baylor soccer opening the new season two days away. They're on the road to start. We'll talk about all that with Paul 
coming up in just a moment. John Morris, Aaron Sexton in the Allen Samuel Studios. We're brought to you in part by D'Amore Fine Jewelers. D'Amore at 4541 West Waco Drive. Where Waco gets engaged. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. A mix of sun and clouds today in very humid conditions with a 50% chance of scattered showers and maybe an isolated thunderstorm. Highs top out at 93 degrees. A few showers possible early this evening, otherwise mostly cloudy 74 and partly sunny tomorrow with a 30% chance of scattered showers and a high of 92. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9 for your forecast first. Plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Hobbs Bobby Fibers is now hiring team members and operators for its production team. They specialize in developing and manufacturing specialty non-woven products for automotive, industrial, and consumer markets. Pay starts at $11 to $14 per hour with potential to increase after probationary period. Health insurance, 401k, monthly bonus potential. Apply in person or online at HobbsBondedFibers.com. Call Elizabeth Sawyers at 254-741-0040 to check the status of your employment and let her know you heard about the job on this radio station. That's 254-741-0040. If you're self-employed, you have a special health insurance problem. Michael Hurley of Hurley Benefit Services. I'm trying to help the individual out there who makes too much to qualify for any help, any subsidy or benefits from the government towards their health insurance, but does not have the income to pay the incredibly high premiums we find if you're buying your insurance individually. You can have individual or group coverage that is a lot better, that costs a lot less. HurleyBenefits.com. H-U-R-L-E-Y Benefits.com. Come join us. Helmet Aerospace, situated in Waco for 48 years and now hiring for several positions. Helmet produces fasteners for industrial applications such as transportation, renewable energy, and automotive. Helmet Aerospace is looking for production technicians, quality engineers, machining techs, maintenance electricians, and more. Most positions require a mechanical aptitude or background, and all jobs require a high school diploma or GED. Helmet Aerospace offers a complete benefits package from day one. Go to helmet.com slash join us. Search Waco for a complete listing. Hey, football fans, the 2021 schedules are out for Waco and surrounding areas. This year's schedules are made available in part by the following sponsors. Please patronize these companies. They're an asset to the community. Water Tree Airport Transportation of Waco, The Tire House, Fred's Radiator and Auto Repair, Doris Bats with Remax Center, and Waco Street Shuttle Services. This announcement is paid for and brought to you by Prestige Marketing, LLC. For more info on our services, visit us at PrestigeMarketingLLC.com. You're listening to the John Morris Show on ESPN Central Texas. It's time now for our visit with Baylor soccer coach Paul Jobson. Here's the voice of the Bears with Coach Jobson. Back with us, John Morris Show on this Tuesday afternoon. Pleased to be joined by Baylor soccer coach Paul Jobson. Very kind of him to uh, give us a few minutes. Uh, on game week, uh, start of the season comes up on Thursday. Baylor opens at Minnesota coming up this Thursday evening at 6. Paul, appreciate you being on. How are things today? Great, J-Mo. I think I said this before, but the fact that we're on the radio together means that season is rolling, and I'm uh, stoked about that for sure. So thanks for thanks for having me on. Yeah, it's a good thing. It really is. It's here. Uh, what's your uh, What's your comfort level uh, as far as your team's readiness to art, start the season in a couple of days? Yeah, I think we're ready. You know, uh, we've had a, a, a great preseason. Uh, we have, you know, 
they, they showed up ready. Um, we've had, gosh, I think it's just been two weeks that we've been here, and um, every session we've had has been uh, very well done from their standpoint. Um, we can always ruin that from a coaching standpoint, I'm sure, but from the athlete standpoint, they've done a great job executing and bringing a, a great level to training that isn't always the case in preseason. You, know, you may have the first couple sessions, there's a lot of excitement, so the, the level and the energy, energy is high. And fatigue can set in, and that can lower. But this year, that has not been the case. The girls have really been into it and um, been a really exciting preseason. I think we talked about this uh, last time you were on, maybe right when you started practice, but you've got a good mix. I mean, you had so many young players last year. Uh, they got a lot of experience last year. It seems like you've got a really good mix of some younger players and then some returning veterans and, uh, and a lot of players with experience. Yeah, we really do. It really is a great mix. Uh, you know, our, our veterans, including, you know, some, some fifth-year kids that got their extra COVID year, uh, there's is some really invaluable um, experience that we, we don't normally have. Uh, that extra year is, is really important. I don't think people really understand how big of a deal that is. Um, and, and the experience that our sophomores got last year, even in, a, in, a brevi- in an abbreviated season, was valuable because every competition was, was top class. You know, we played all nine of our conference opponents and – um, it, it was a lot of great experience. And then our, our youngsters who are just our first years who are coming in um, have come in ready, which, which puts them in a great position to be successful, but it also puts our team in a great, great position to be successful. And maybe a new situation or one of the new things for some of your younger players that haven't been through this before uh, is that Thursday-Sunday schedule that you'll play uh, for the most part over the course of the year. And, and you jump right into that, don't you, this week with a Thursday-Sunday. Yeah, we do, and you know, we were saying, you know, we've got 27 on our roster, and 15 of those have never, never had a real, what we consider a real season. You know, the girls last year we played one game a week uh, for nine weeks, and with a week of preseason. Then they come in this year, and we've got, you know, two weeks of preseason, but in the first 10 days, you know, we've got to play an exhibition. So we tried to schedule those exhibitions similar to what we're going to see in the season to try to give us a little bit of a look what that's going to be, and. I think it was successful. So I think we are definitely ready to hit the road this week and, and get the season rolling. Tell us uh, about what you saw from the two exhibitions uh, so far this year. A 5-0 win over A&M Corpus Christi, a 2-0 loss at A&M on Sunday. What, uh, what did you get out of those two? Well, what I love is, you know, we, we definitely played both of those games like they were exhibitions. I mean, we obviously went out to win. You have to win every game. That's part of part of preseason is learning learning how to win too and how to compete but um our girls competed for minute one of both matches uh, i thought you know against corpus christi we were definitely the better team uh, for for all of that match for all 90 minutes that we played and then ramped up the competition against you know preseason number nine in the country a&m and honestly for the majority of that game we were the better team uh had had some great opportunities just couldn't couldn't put the ball in the back of the net and they're a great team. They really had two or three chances and were able to capitalize. So I feel really good. I think we're really, with the, the combination of games that we had and, and types of players that we got to compete against during our exhibition season, it really sets us up well uh, to head into uh, Minnesota this weekend. Yeah, that, uh, that A&M match uh, on Sunday, am I right that you really dominated shots and corner kicks uh, through the really through the opening 45 minutes of that match. I mean, it seemed like you did some really good things against a really good team. Yeah, we really did. And I, I think, you know, we knew it was probably going to take the first 10 minutes or so for us to get used to the, the speed of play because we have so many young players. Um, and, after you know, 
and after the first 10 minutes, you know, we really settled in well. And again, the, the, uh, you know, the shot count, I think in the first half might've been like eight to one. I think they only had one opportunity on our goal. Uh, and Jen, obviously not a problem there. Uh, we're such a veteran team right there in the, in the, in the net. So, right. um, and then, you know, towards the end of the game, you know, we, we wanted to give some kids some experience and see where we at, move some things around. And, um, that's, those are the types of games you have to do that in because you don't get that chance once the season starts. And, um, you know, like I said, we made a couple of little mistakes and a great team is going to capitalize, but those are lessons you need to learn now. And, uh, you know, that's what we walked away from that game with is that we're, we're a really good team and, um, we, we're going to compete with anybody and win a lot of games this year. Paul Jobson, our guest, Baylor soccer coach. New season begins on Thursday this week. Traveling to Minnesota, what does uh, what does travel look like for you this year after all those uh, you know stinking COVID protocols you had to go through last year? Well, it's definitely a little bit easier than last time. We're not fully clear of, of some of those protocols. Obviously, you know anybody that's flying right now is masking, so uh, we'll even mask up you know on a bus just in, in a real close proximity. We want to make sure that we are giving ourselves the best opportunity to compete, uh, one, to protect others and ourselves, but also, you know, should we have one person test positive and we're on a bus, our entire team is going to be eliminated uh, for the most part for close contact. So we're, we're taking some precautions, but not anything near where we were, you know, last year where we couldn't really even eat together uh, in a restaurant as a team. So uh, we're excited to get back to some of that, that normal uh, community piece of, of what we are used to as a, as a group. I got you. That's good. Well, that's good news, especially with that uh, kind of a long – got a long road trip <laughs> to open the season, don't you? <laughs> yeah. Minnesota, then yeah, on to – Yeah, to North Dakota State. Yeah, Minneapolis to Fargo. That's a, quite, a, quite a start to the season. But uh, somebody's got to do it, and I think it'll be two really great matches for us to prepare for as we prepare for each match. All right, uh, can't let you get away without uh, patting you on the back and your team on the back for their great showing at the Golden Bruisers on Sunday night. Uh, kept, you know, every time a winner was announced, kept hearing soccer, soccer, soccer. Uh, your ladies, uh, student athletes, uh, really shined brightly at the Golden Bruisers. Well, thanks. I hate that, you know, we weren't able to be there uh, in person, obviously, we, we played a match that night at A&M, and I hated we, that we missed that. It's such a special thing that that, uh, that Baylor has started doing over the last couple of years. But really, really blessed. Uh, you know, I think the categories that we were most highlighted were, were academics and then, you know, the, the Christian ministry piece and service. And those are things that are really true to, true to our program. And, you know, years prior, it was that plus some of the sport part, the soccer part and the winning. And we'll get back to that here this year, I hope. But proud of our girls, you know. Kaylee Abels is one that was highlighted individually that basically is a local Waco girl that has come in here and graduated in, in three years with a 4.0 and now is able to start her master's program as she completes her eligibility. So really proud of her and really couldn't do any of that without Aaron Tebow and our academic services uh, group with the help that he he puts in to, to our young women. Shout out Aaron Tebow. That's great. And, and your team <laughs> as a team was the academic, uh, the female academic team champion of the year. 3.71 team GPA, 48% of your players uh, recorded a personal best last year. That is very impressive. Yeah, you know, in a year of, of COVID where there's so much uncertainty in things, um, and for them just to really dig in and, and prioritize their academics the way that they did. Uh, you know, any, any year that you're going to have an excuse to take your foot off the gas, that would have been it. But they, uh, they turned it the other way and stepped it up and, I'm super proud of, of that for sure. It, it's not easy at this school to be the academic champion. Uh, I'll tell you, <laughs> I've been right. here for this is year 14, and this 
in this program. And we've always had great academic teams, but uh, that is not an easy feat to be be number one. And in the uh, spiritual growth area, Marissa Gray won the Missions Award. Uh, she was uh, made a huge impact a trip to Guatemala earlier. That is uh, that is much deserving to be recognized as Marissa was. Yeah, I love that our school has that ability to, to recognize that sort of uh, contribution. And you know, one of our pillars of our program is service, and it's not just service to our team, but service to our community, service to our faith. And nobody, nobody really represents those three things better than Marissa Gray. And she's been going through an injury and things like that, and how she's turned her focus not not away from her team, but into her team and into her faith has been such a, a great leadership moment, even. Uh, for her and for her to be recognized was was uh, just a, a great moment for not just for her but for our program. Yeah, great night, really was. Congratulations on all the recognitions there. Wish uh, wish y'all had been able to be there because the the Golden Bruisers. I mean, they were just terrific. I mean, great job by uh, our uh, success center in putting this on and organizing it. It was a first class event. Yeah, they do a great job, and and just the. The amount of time that even our student athletes put into that from a leadership standpoint, uh, it's not just, you know, administratively run, it's run, you know, by our student athletes too. And just says a lot about, you know, this university and our, our athletic and academic programs, uh, how, how much we work together to, to, to serve each other and to just continue to make, uh, you know, Baylor shine. All right, final thought, uh, Minnesota on Thursday, then on to play North Dakota State on Sunday. What? Uh, give us a capsule of your first two opponents on the road. Yeah, so so Minnesota is in a, in a coaching change. Um, they've lost one one really good coach and brought in another great coach, and uh, they will be they will be ready. They'll be prepared. Um, the, the difficulty for us being this early in the season is that. With the coaching change, there's some personnel that are the same, but there's going to be some ideas that are going to be different. So we've got our work cut out for us to be prepared for what they might throw at us. But I love the fact that our team is pretty resilient, and I think that we'll be able to adapt and adjust and, and compete really, really well in that match. And then turn around and face a, a, a really, really good uh, mid-major program in North Dakota State that if we don't we don't come out and and be the team that we can be, we can we could be upset there for sure. So we've got to make sure that in both both cases, both scenarios, that we show up and do the things that we need to do to take care of business. But it'll be a great a great uh, test for us, great test weekend as we prepare for not just the rest of the season, but as you know, this part of the season is really great preparation for Big Twelve play. Very nice. Hey, appreciate your time. Thank you very much. Safe travels to y'all, and good luck uh, this opening weekend. And we'll talk again next week. Thanks, JMO. Appreciate it. All right, sure appreciate it. That is Paul Jobson, Baylor soccer coach. Opening a new season this week uh, on the road with two matches on Thursday at 6 p.m. Central Time. They'll be at Minnesota. And then on Sunday at 1 p.m., they'll be in Fargo, North Dakota to take on North Dakota State. That is, uh, Aaron, that's covering some miles <laughs> for the opening weekend, isn't it? That's a little road trip. Yeah, yeah it is. Yeah, it is a little is. road trip. That is some kind of a couple of road trips uh, wrapped into one. So, Good luck to them as they open. Their home opener comes up a week from Thursday. Nebraska comes to town the 26th, 7 p.m. match at Betty Lou Mays Field. Then they'll play uh, SMU at home uh, Sunday week, the 29th. So a couple of home matches back-to-back after this opening uh, season road trip for Paul Jobson. Appreciate him. Uh, Let's take a break. We'll be back with more in just a moment. John Morris, Aaron Sexton, John Morris Show. 
Brought to you in part by the Pioneer Boys at Pioneer Steel and Pipe. Yep, they have been in business since 1943, serving Central Texas. Pioneer Steel and Pipe has had the same ownership, the same family-operated business, covering four generations. John Embry is still going strong. Braden Embry has stepped in. He is going strong. And uh, young Gunner Embry is uh, waiting in the wings, learning the family business. Those guys have been uh, guests here recently. Uh, Baylor football practices, and it's great to see them out there. At Pioneer Steel and Pipe, their reputation has been built one customer at a time. Their objective is to make sure their customers leave satisfied with their buying experience. They are Central Texas' largest structural steel, pipe, and metal building components distributor. They carry all sizes of pipe from one half inch to 24 inches for all your fencing needs. They also stock American-made grade 60 rebar, basically your one-stop shop for all your steel needs. And remember, they deliver and unload. That is Pioneer Steel and Pipe on the web at pioneerboys.com. Locations in Waco at 913 South Loop Drive and Orchard Lane and a location in Bryan. Open Monday through Friday, 730 to 5, Saturday, 8 to noon. And as we said, 24-7 on the web at pioneerboys.com. Recently on Game Time. All right, let's bring in our buddy Robert Flores from MLB Network. It certainly created quite a bit of buzz. Not only in Major League Baseball, but really, I think, across all sports and really uh, all sports fans as well. So this is a really unique event. I hope they continue it. I think they're I think the Cubs are already set to play next year. Game time weekdays four to six on ESPN Central Texas. Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial needs are in good hands. It's your bank, Alliance Bank Central Texas, with two Waco locations, 4721 Bosque Boulevard and 191 Archway Drive on Highway 84 and at AllianceBankTexas.com. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Connect, host, work, and play with the Baylor Club. Enjoy an upscale environment featuring chef-driven cuisine and space to watch all the action. Discover a private club inside McLean Stadium with all the amenities you could want, including complimentary breakfast Monday through Friday, a la carte dining for lunch and dinner, and special events for all interests. Contact John or Rebecca today at 254-710-8080 to make the Baylor Club your home away from home or to book your next private event. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, Diamore Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. Diamore Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. Heritage Creamery Woodway is now open at The Outlook, just off 84 and Ritchie Road. Come see us at our beautiful new location, where we serve all the classics, including shakes, floats, cookies, ice cream sandwiches, and plenty of kid-friendly favorites. Our products are made by hand right here in Waco, Texas, with all natural ingredients sourced locally as much as possible. We're open every day from 2 to 10. Need us to cater your event? We're ready to serve you from our new Heritage Scoop Truck. Visit HeritageCreamery.com for more information. ESPN Radio Sports Center. 
I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Slovacic Sausage and West. Tim Tebow's attempt to return to the NFL as a tight end after years of playing quarterback is over. The Jacksonville Jaguars released the 2007 Heisman Trophy winner today as a part of the first round roster cuts. Mike McCarthy said there's no urgency for Dak Prescott to play in the preseason. He does not want to see another setback for his quarterback. The Cowboys will see how the week goes for Dak before making a final decision on the game with Houston on Saturday. The Chicago Cubs and the Cincinnati Reds will meet in the 2020 edition of the Major League Baseball's Field of Dreams game in Dyersville, Iowa. Astros have dropped two in a row and will try to bounce back tonight facing the Royals. 7-10 first pitch. Texas Rangers start a series at home with the Mariners tonight. 7:05 first pitch. And you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Back with us, John Morris Show on this Tuesday afternoon, brought to you in part by the Greenup Agency. Let your local farmer's insurance agent, David Greenup, put his experience to work for you. The Greenup Agency proudly serves the greater Waco families and businesses. Get smarter about your insurance. Greenup Farmers Insurance Agency. Give them a call at 254-855-8889. Back with us, John Morris, Aaron Sexton in studio. Appreciate visiting with uh, Coach Paul Jobson, Baylor Soccer's last segment, opening their season this week. Volleyball opens next week, and they've got a green and gold scrimmage tomorrow afternoon. Uh, Rare uh, Wednesday matinee for Baylor Volleyball. Uh, For a scrimmage, 3 o'clock in the Farrell Center. It is free and open to the public, and that comes up tomorrow. We'll remind you about it tomorrow here in the 2 p.m. hour as well. But Baylor Volleyball getting set for a a much-anticipated season. Picked second in the Big 12, behind only Texas. Picked number 10 in the nation in the AVCA preseason poll that came out yesterday. Uh, Texas uh, picked number one in the nation in the preseason poll. Baylor and Texas, the only two teams from the Big 12 in the uh, AVCA preseason poll. So uh, volleyball is uh, right around the corner as well. Uh, And soccer opens this week. Football, as we said, 18 days away from kickoff as of today. Uh, Mention this again uh, in Las Vegas, the championship game of the MGM Resorts Summer League comes up tonight and it is the Sacramento Kings and the Boston Celtics eight o'clock tonight it's on ESPN both uh, Sacramento and Boston have gone four and0 through their games there That's, thus they meet for the championship coming up this evening and uh, I was looking through I was trying to get Davion Mitchell's numbers uh, through the tournament went to the NBA website Aaron and then I got caught up in the other big 12 guys that we've seen you know we've seen play here or come through Waco. Uh, some for the last few years. Uh, Cade Cunningham, the number one overall pick 
out of Oklahoma State. Uh, he's averaged 18.7 points per game in these uh, games for him, three games in Las Vegas. So for Cade Cunningham, uh, you would think, you know, the Pistons are getting what they hope to get from him in his first action in the summer league. So Cunningham playing really, really well. Uh, Miles McBride, Deuce McBride out of West Virginia. He's averaging 15.2 points per game in six games in the summer league. Uh, remember, Jamias Ramsey played for Texas Tech. He's played four games and averaged 16.3 points per game. Uh, Udoka Azubuki, the big guy from Kansas, 13.8 points, 8.8 rebounds a game in the summer league games, four of them for him in Las Vegas. And Frank Mason, his teammate, at Kansas, 12 points, three and a half assists per game. Davion Mitchell uh, for Baylor, uh, what's he done? Well, he has proven to be every bit the number one pick that uh, uh, the Sac uh, Sacramento Kings made on him. 11.3 points per game, one and a half rebounds per game, five and a half assists per game, his averages, and shooting 47.5% from the floor for Davion Mitchell. And how about this, Aaron, if you go to the website, if you go to NBA.com, click on uh, some, some link, you know, for the Summer League games, it's promoting the championship game tonight, Sacramento and Boston. And they show uh, a picture of one Sacramento player, one Boston player, and it's Davion Mitchell for Sacramento. So for the rookie, I mean, just now starting to make his mark in the NBA – that's pretty good exposure. That really is. And uh, as you, you, you mentioned the stats, but, you know, he's played great. He is. And uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I can't believe I'm saying that about a G League I hear game, you. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, I, I really too. am. I'm excited <laughs> about the game tonight. I know. Me too. I don't think, uh, I don't think I've ever really looked no, forward to an NBA I Summer League game. I definitely haven't. <laughs> I don't think I've watched more than a couple of minutes of yeah. any of – of the game since they started it, and it's been years. Yeah. And they've had some pretty good players in the G League. You sure, know? And as you said, this year has been probably the best as far as the talent that they've had with Cunningham and Green and all those top picks right, right. that are playing. A few of them aren't, but most of them are playing in G League. And yep. uh, you can really – you can see by the stats, but this is a great draft class, and it, there's a bunch of good players, and they've played this year in the G League, and there's a few that are playing tonight. Yep. including Davion Mitchell Davion in the championship Mitchell. game. That's exactly right. So looking forward to that. It's 8 o'clock tonight on ESPN. If you're wondering about Jared Butler, he has not played in these summer league games. He has been held out. Uh, Macy Oteague just signed, officially signed a contract with the Utah Jazz, so he'll be sticking around for a while uh, with the Jazz. So that is great news for Macy Oteague. So the Baylor guys – uh, that are there or are just now embarking on their uh, uh, professional careers off to a really, really good start. So that's great for them. And you can see one of them, Davion Mitchell, tonight, 8 o'clock on ESPN, the uh, MGM Resorts Summer League Championship game coming up tonight from Las Vegas. All right, uh, what else? Let's take a break here. When we come back, we'll look ahead. We'll uh, share some birthdays with you. Plenty more to come. Plenty of time remaining here in the hour. So we'll have all of that when we come back. Stay with us. John Morris, Aaron Sexton in the Allen Samuel Studios 
And we'll be right back here on ESPN Central Texas. The Baylor Coaches Show. Your chance to hear interviews with coaches from around campus. I think anytime sports do well, all of us do well. When everybody has success, everybody has it. It really helps every program. And that's the key to the league's success. Why we've gotten so many teams in the NCAA tournament. And why RPI-wise, we've been continuing number one ranked conference. It's one through ten. Listen all year long on your home for Baylor Athletics. ESPN Central Texas. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different, bank central. Central National Bank, member FDIC. The monster trucks are coming. Are you ready for some mud? The Mud Fest is coming to the Riesel Lions Club Fairgrounds Friday and Saturday, August 20th and 21st. The Riesel Lions Club is proud to announce the return of the 2021 McLennan County Mud Fest, featuring side-by-side drag racing in the mud with some of the fastest mud dragsters on the planet, plus mega trucks. Come watch the 2,500 horsepower monster trucks tear up the all-new redesigned course with bigger jumps than ever before. These monster mega trucks will have you on the edge of your seat as they battle it out. Tough trucks, UTV side-by-side racing, and mega truck freestyle is sure to Press, kids power wheel races, and much, much more. Gates open at 6, show starts at 7 both nights. It's the McLennan County Mud Fest, August 20th and 21st at the Riesel Lions Club Fairgrounds. Buy your tickets at the gate. $20 for adults, $10 for kids ages 5 to 12, and 4 and under are free. Event is BYOB with a $10 cooler charge. Hands only, please. Limited seating is available, so bring a lawn chair. Special thanks to RDO Equipment, Slowboy Trucking, and United Rules. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders at their Town West or Downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weitz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by Slovacic Sausage and West. Tim Tebow's attempt to return to the NFL as a tight end after years of playing quarterback is over. The Jacksonville Jaguars released the 2007 Heisman Trophy winner today as a part of the first round roster cuts. Mike McCarthy said there's no urgency for Dak Prescott to play in the preseason. He does not want to see another setback for his quarterback. The Cowboys will see how the week goes for Dak before making a final decision on the game with Houston on Saturday. The Chicago Cubs and the Cincinnati Reds will meet in the 2020 edition of the Major League Baseball's Field of Dreams game in Dyersville, Iowa. Astros have dropped two in a row and will try to bounce back tonight facing the Royals, 7-10 first pitch. Texas Rangers start a series at home with the Mariners tonight, 7-05 first pitch, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas.
Back with us, final segment, John Morris Show on this Tuesday afternoon. A little overcast here in Central Texas. Temperatures in the low 90s. Uh, I don't think anybody's complaining about that. So, uh, really nice Baylor football back out on the practice field. Coming up this afternoon, Baylor soccer was out there this morning. I don't know for sure if uh, if they're still doing double days. Maybe not with uh, their season opening match just two days away. But they were out this morning and uh, maybe done on the field at least for the day. Um, here we go, Aaron. This is uh, this may be the start of a uh, new segment. Uh, we'll see if it takes off. How, ma- how much mail do you get? Like mail, through the mail, stamped envelope, snail mail? More than I'd like still. Really? Yeah. I mean, it's mostly... Are they bills? Are they no, I mean, well... For uh, any medical bill you get, you still get yeah, through the mail. Yeah. Um, but most of it's junk mail. Yeah. Gotcha. Well, I uh, I don't get a lot. I get some, and I appreciate every bit of it. Uh, but I got a letter, a handwritten letter. This is from Mr. William Martin, who is out in Hewitt, and uh, I want to share this with you, Mr. Martin. I appreciate you uh, tuning in, and I appreciate your letter and suggestion. He says, Mr. John Morris, I am almost eighty years old. I saw the last Baylor football game at Municipal Stadium, first grade, seven years old, and the first game at Baylor Stadium, the last game at Floyd Casey, and part of the first game at McLean Stadium. Uh, The first person uh, carried out of McLean into an ambulance by heat exhaustion. (laughs) I'm sorry about that. Um, And I hope you uh, don't have any lingering effects from that. But that says he's been around Baylor football for uh, for a long time, going back to Muni Stadium. Uh, He says, this has been a terrible year for me. Kim Mulkey leaving and OU and UT leaving. The bright spot, the national championship men's basketball team. Agreed, Mr. Martin. I've been watching the SEC Network. Paul Feinbaum, he gives little or no value to the Big 12 schools. I will support the Bears even if they go Division II or Division III. Don't think that's going to happen. Hopefully it doesn't happen, uh, Mr. Martin. Uh, back in the 70s, uh, he was on the Western Heights Church City League Championship team. I'm thinking this is softball. His teammates included Dave South and Glenn Lightsey. Dave, he says, A&M, Glenn Lightsey, a super guy. Uh, so that's pretty cool uh, with those uh, blasts from the past. Dave South and Glenn Lightsey. Uh, he goes on to say, my solution to Baylor, Pac-12, what do you think? And then he lays it out into these pods. He has an East Division and a West Division, uh, a merger, if you will, of the Big 12 and the Pac-12. Uh, pod one is Iowa State, Kansas State, Kansas. Can't read this. Utah, Utah maybe, and West Virginia. Pod, boy, it's a lot of travel for West Virginia. Pod two is TCU, Baylor, Texas Tech, Oklahoma State, and Colorado. I like that. Pod three, Washington, Washington State, Oregon, Oregon State, and Cal. And pod four is Stanford, USC, UCLA, Arizona, and Arizona State. So, Aaron, what do you think about that? Four pods. um, How many total is that? That's five in each one. That's 20 schools. So, 20 schools in an expanded, uh, if you will, Big 12, Pac-12 alliance or new conference. I think that would work. 20 schools. Does that bother you that it's that many schools? No. Uh, Every every conference is going to be – Huge. Yep. There's, um, so it's either 
get in one of the big conferences or kind of get left out. Yeah, you know, might I mean, be right. Uh, what is the SEC's at sixteen right now? Right, They're at sixteen. Okay, uh, yeah, fourteen with plus two. right with two coming in. Yeah, in, in I think that'll yeah. probably be it for them. But I, I, I don't know. I, yeah. I, I think, and you know. People disagree with me. I think the Big Ten's going to expand, and when yeah. they do, I think that they're going to expand. Um, well, I mean, they could basically with their the revenue they bring in, which is close to what the SEC brings in, they can have their pick of any school they want. Yeah. I don't care what anyone says. If they want USC or if they want a couple of the ACC schools, and I know they have ACC schools has a long grant of rights, but we know all about those. Yeah, and uh, the Pac-12s is up after this year. So if they wanted to expand, they could basically cherry pick that league just like the SEC did the Big Twelve. Yeah. So good point. Very good, uh, Mr. Martin. Uh, then lays out the scheduling matrix with those four pods. You play everyone in your pod every year, so that would be four games. And he's got Baylor in a pod with TCU, Tech, Oklahoma State, and Colorado. You play two games in your division alternate teams every year. So for Baylor in pod two, they play. Uh, uh, two games against pod one, either Iowa State, Kansas State, Kansas, Utah, or West Virginia. And then you play two games in the other division, alternating teams every year. Uh, that's pods three and four, Washington, Washington State, Oregon, Oregon State, Cal, Stanford, USC, UCLA, Arizona, and Arizona State. This would be eight conference games, he says, leaving three non-conference games would be only conference with team in every time zone, which is true. If you stretch from the Pacific time zone through the mountain, through the central to the east, and in the east it's West Virginia, it would be the only conference with, uh, with schools in every time zone. Uh, maybe you look at that as a plus. Maybe, uh, you know, I, I don't know why not. Maybe you do look at it as a plus. Maybe there's no neg negative to that. Certainly travel, uh, which is already – a bit burdensome for uh, West Virginia would become more so when you're talking about some regular trips to uh, to the West Coast all the way from Morgantown, West Virginia. But not a bad suggestion there. I, I in my mind, Aaron, I've always thought 16 was the number because I, I don't know why. I just think 16 is uh, if you're going to expand conferences – uh, you know, and get, I mean, 12 is sort of the number, but then if you're going to expand, 16 is the number. I guess just because I think of it as a bracket, 16, 8, 4, 2, 1, you know, but maybe I'm limiting things. Why not a 20 team, uh, 20 team uh, conference? Well, I, in, again, I've been called crazy, but I'm just, I've, I've firmly believe that no way the Big Ten's going to sit still while the SEC expands. The kind of uh, arrangement that they're talking about with the other two conferences doesn't do them a lot of good, right. especially financially. It doesn't up their TV contract, right. which is coming up, in which they want to be equal or more than the SEC. I honestly think that they're basically – I think they will take – they're at 12. I think they'll take basically whatever four from the Pac-12 that they want, yep. leaving the Pac-12 with eight. Then I think you'll see uh, Pac-8. <laughs> you know, whatever is <laughs> right, left right, over right. Big 12 merger into a 16-team league. Yeah. That's my prediction. It may be way off, but right, I think that's go. what's going to happen. And that would put all that would put all four – or three of the four at 16, and then the ACC, I believe, has 14? Uh, I think 12, that's right. 12 or 14. I think 14, yeah. And it wouldn't be anything for – I mean, they could stay at 14. It wouldn't be a problem, right. but it wouldn't be anything for them to add a couple of schools to. Right. 
but then you would be close to the 64 teams. That's right. You know, if if that happened and the ACC was sitting there at 14, uh, man, they'd have a rush to their door. People knocking on their door <laughs> to try to try to get in there. Kind of the last lifeboats available. So uh, so good thoughts. And we've got your prediction on tape now. Okay. So uh, for all uh, history, we've got your prediction on this, and we've got Mr. Uh, Martin's. Uh, uh, very nicely laid out prediction as well. So, Mr. Martin, I sure appreciate it. Thank you very much. Uh, if anyone else has any mail they would like to send to us, we're at 5501 Bagby in Waco, 76711. And thanks to uh, Mr. William Martin for uh, laying out that scenario, uh, Big 12, uh, Pac-12 getting together for a 20-team league. All right, uh, Aaron, uh, Matt Mosley is coming up next, top of the hour. What do you guys have uh, coming up between 3 and 4? What's on the docket for the Matt Mosley Show? We will be talking also a little about the G League Finals tonight, and uh, we will also uh, be discussing Dallas Cowboys and the Dak situation and um, some other things, you know, coming out of the camp and out of the first out of the uh, preseason game with the Cardinals. Very good. All right, so that's coming up with Matt Mosley, three to four. Keep it here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Barfield is in with Ward Whites and Aaron from four to six. That is game time this afternoon, and stay tuned for that. Plenty more coming up on game time this afternoon. Uh, let me mention some birthdays to you, and uh, it's a big birthday day in our athletic department. It is uh, Jovan Overshone's birthday. Jovan is our Senior Associate AD for External Affairs, and let me tell you, when you talk external affairs in, in a department our size, that covers a lot of ground. I mean, she's over athletic communication she's over marketing she's over ticketing uh i think bear foundation is under jovan i think it is also so so many things but jovan does such a great job in uh, juggling all those balls as the senior associate ad uh, for external affairs and happy birthday to jovan overshone today uh, also, Drew Pittman's birthday is today. Drew in our athletic department, and uh, Drew is one of those guys, I've said it before, uh, it, it, we've got go-to guys, we've got go-to girls, like people you know will get the job done. Jovan is one of those, and Drew Pittman is one of those. So, uh, you know, you just Drew is just so plugged in to everything we do and everything that needs to be done. You think about all the things – that have to be uh, planned for and prepared for uh, at the start of a school year and the start of a football season, Drew is on top of it. It's not just him, but uh, certainly he's a big part of it. So happy birthday to uh, Drew Pittman today as well. Uh, who else? Uh, a guy that I was in school with at Baylor. Uh, how about this name? His name is Chill Pillsbury. You like that? That's an awesome name. Chill Pillsbury. That is really a great name. I think that's his real name. I don't, I don't know if that Chill is a, uh, is a nickname because I've never heard anything else. Right. I've only heard Chill Pillsbury. So yeah, I, I know people like name. that. You know, I'm like, is that, the, you know, they've, if it is a nickname, it's been their nickname <laughs> pretty much their life, entire right. life. Yeah, right. but it may be, you know, their actual birth name. I think it might be because I've never heard anything else. But happy birthday to uh, him. Let's see. Still lives in the Dallas area. Uh, nope. Clear Lake is where he is now. So a happy birthday to Chill Pillsbury. Uh, Madison Horner Freeman's birthday is today. Happy birthday to uh, Madison. Married to Mitch Freeman. 
Uh, who else? J.D. Piquel's birthday is uh, today. Happy birthday to J.D. Uh, Patrick Lawrence's birthday today. Pat, uh, former offensive lineman for Baylor. Great guy. Happy birthday to Patrick Lawrence. My uh, nephew, Craig Melton's birthday is today. Happy birthday to Craig on this 17th day of August. And uh, who else? Who else? Connie Gettinger Hensley, going back to high school days. Uh, Connie's birthday is today as well, back in Danville, Kentucky. All right. That's, uh, that's all I've got. That's a big birthday day. Who could you add to that? Who could you possibly add to that list? There are a few today. Okay, all right. And, and, and these are just, I go by how big a celebrities they are, <laughs> whether I like them or not or dislike them. Okay. Not saying I do or I don't, but um, I go by – and that's you know, like I said, we had this conversation. Yeah, right. called snobbish. I'm like, you just don't like. No, it has nothing to do with You're like or snobbish. dislike. Right. It's 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 uh, it's a how much clout you have. That's it. Okay. You know, I mean, yeah. name recognition. Madonna that's, that's, was yesterday. A, that's exactly right. Yeah. And everybody, even even you know, even if you're very young, uh, <laughs> you more than likely have heard of Madonna. Right. So anyway, there's a few today. Uh, Robert De Niro turned seventy eight. Oh, there you go. Thought he was a little older than that. Belinda mm-hmm. Carlisle, lead singer of the Go-Go's. Okay. 63. Sean Penn turned 61. Spicoli. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and Donnie Wahlberg turns 52. There you so go. A, a few today. A few uh, big box office stars today. Very nice. That's a good list. All right, very good list. Great birthday day, August 17th. Uh, Jovan and Drew Pittman, top of that list. Happy birthday to those folks. All right, we're going to move out of here, and uh, Matt Mosley is coming up next. A reminder, uh, we visited with Paul Jobson, Baylor soccer coach, earlier in the hour. If you missed any or all of that, want to go back and find it or share it, go to SyntexSportsFan.com. SyntexSportsFan.com. You can find the interview or on social media at 1660ESPN. It's where you'll find all of our uh, podcast interviews here on ESPN Central Texas, the flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Yeah, and that's uh, that's for all the shows. Uh, J- J- of course, this show, the JMO Show, John Morris, uh, Matt Mosley's show, and Game Time with Tom and Ward. Those shows go up pretty much right after they're done uh, to to the uh, website, SyntexSportsFan.com, and individual interviews during those shows all get posted individually uh, to our Twitter and to our Facebook, and those go up pretty much right after the interview. Sometimes there's 10 or 15 minutes, right. you know, if I get busy. If, we, if we're doing back-to-back interviews, right. I have to set those up and get right. everything ready. But um, any interview that you hear us talking about that you didn't get to hear or if you want to hear re- parts of it again, you can fi- always find them on uh on twitter at 1660espn.com or on our facebook also and the full episodes also available on both and the full episodes are available you can just play click the play button right on the website yep. on our website syntexsportsfan.com well done aaron thank you very much and thanks to mr uh, william martin from out in hewitt for the letter and uh, appreciate you listening appreciate your perspective on this is a Baylor fan going way back to when the Bears played football at Muni Stadium. All right, we're going to move out of here now. Matt Mosley is coming in next. Lord willing, we'll talk to you tomorrow at 2. Aaron, thank you very much. Folks, keep it here on ESPN Central Texas. Yes, Jerry, appreciate you not being here. Yes. Keep your bad mojo out of this building. <laughs>
Baylor football lives here. Slipping one man. It's Snead. He's into the end 